0: I think Chris is ready to join us. Superfly Hayes tells me they're treated like royalty. I swear, these guys are big time. How you doing, Chris?
1: I'm just getting my own luggage out of the back of a car and uh, like got five bags. Yeah, not royalty, Bill, but uh, you know what? We're just happy to be here, brother. Third year in a row, you know? Get third, used to this.
0: Third year in a row, you're going to take uh, the boys out for a dinner on the on3.com expense account. They love it. <laughs>
1: We are going to St. Elmo's, man. We got our, uh, we got our, um, we got our reservation and, uh, all the Buckeyes left town apparently. So they're all sad and, uh, opened up all the reservations for us. There are always a few stragglers here. We always get a few comments from the Buckeyes here that thought they were going to be here. And Clayton always wishes them well in whatever bowl game they're going to. And, uh, it's a lot of fun, Bill. It's nice to be on the on the other side of this rivalry for a change. You know what I mean? Oh,
0: and I love how after the fact, here we go with Connor Stallions and reports of more tickets bought to Ohio State games where they're trying to take away the fact that Michigan won that game uh, without any signal stealing or anything last Saturday. Just it really trying to push that narrative right now. It, it just doesn't fit. It makes... It, it makes Ohio State look even worse,
1: in my mind. It does. It's it, You know what? It's it's embarrassing, frankly. They're trying to keep that narrative alive, and nobody cares now. That's the funny part about it. It's like, okay, uh, Ryan Day kind of backed himself into a corner here and painted himself into a corner, and uh, he had to win that game to keep this narrative alive, and uh, it just didn't happen for him. So, uh, And you can kind of sense it going in, Bill. I was watching that game, and I was watching all the stuff leading up to it, and Ryan Day – Uh, they looked nervous. It looked John Cooper-esque, and I wrote this in a column today. You know, Back then, John Cooper was hoping to win and Lloyd Carr was expecting to win, and you got the same sense from Michigan, even without their head coach, Bill, that they were expecting to win this football game, and they went out there, and that's exactly what they did. Ohio State was playing from behind all game. It was a tight game, to their credit. It wasn't the blowout it was the previous two years, but took care of business, and here we are again, and you know, everybody's saying this is the last go-around for Michigan, so on and so forth. There's a lot of good young talent still on this team. I think that people are kind of overlooking the fact that Michigan's got some talent in the uh, in the in the younger classes as well. So it's not a foregone conclusion that this is going to be the last time they're here for a long time either.
0: Is it the last time for Harbaugh and JJ McCarthy?
1: You know what? Good question, um, and I'm not sure. I know that they're still working on the contract. There are. Some people uh, that are approaching it with trepidation. There are some people that just don't like Jim Harbaugh that are trying to, to, to you know what, sabotage the thing, frankly. And uh, there's got to be some language. There's got to be some common ground if they're going to sign him to a deal. But I'll say this about J.J. McCarthy, though. He wants to be a Michigan captain, and that means a lot to him. Uh, I'm not guaranteeing that he's coming back, but I'm saying there is certainly a path. Uh, for him to come back to Michigan for another year and for a lot of people to follow him that one more year fund. And uh, he is a different kid. And I've talked to his dad about this. This kid is special uh, in terms of all the kids that I've covered here at at Michigan in a lot of years. Uh, There's just something different about him. Uh, The humility for a guy with his talent uh, is is unbelievable. And uh, there's just, you know what? Uh, he He loves it here so much. It would not stun me if we saw him back in Ann Arbor next year, I don't think that I'd predict it, but I certainly think there is a path for him to come back next year.
0: Chris Bells from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan insider joining us from Indy, where they're getting set for team coverage uh, with Clayton Safey, who we'll talk to later. We talked to Anthony Broom uh, earlier. He got Johnny B, uh, the senior columnist, Doug Skeen and the Michigan football podcast is up uh, with Chris at the Wolverine.com. Uh, uh, this game. Uh, Iowa brings a defense or banged up special teams and defense banged up. They're two key areas. Uh, How does Michigan match up and how do you see this game playing out?
1: Yeah, this will probably be the third best defense that they've played this year. No disrespect to what they've accomplished at Iowa, but Penn State's defense and Ohio State's defense, I think, are certainly more talented. This is a good fundamental defense. And the fact that they've done it without an offense this year speaks volumes to what they've accomplished when they're most valuable players, their punter, and and they've got literally the worst offense total offense-wise in the Big Ten or in the nation, frankly. Um, You know, 130 out of 130, uh, you're asking a lot of your defense, but I think it's going to be too much for them. I think Michigan will be able to move the ball enough uh, and win comfortably in this game. I just don't see how they score. That's the thing. They can't... They've got a quarterback that's really not a D1 quarterback, and speaking to their insiders, that's their words, not ours, and you can see it with Deacon Hill. With Cade McNamara out, it was tough enough with this kid. Uh, they have a hard time moving the ball across the street. They can't run the ball. Uh, they're, they're down in, in that respect as well. So uh, it's going to take uh, some some miraculous things to happen for them to, to really be in this game in the second half, in my opinion. So um, you know what? It, but you've still got to play it. And you got to go up there and approach it like, okay, uh, We've got to get out to a lead here. You get out to an early lead here, and I think this thing will be over quickly, probably by halftime, and then uh, prepare for the playoff and whoever it is that you're going to play.
0: Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us on the Rose Coffee guest line. What's your prediction on the final score? I know I posted the article uh, from the Wolverine.com yeah. with your staff picks. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell everyone across Michigan what the final score will be tomorrow Michigan, Iowa.
1: Yeah, I think I had 30 to 6. And, um, you know, I think that still covers the spread. And uh, I think I always going to have a tough time getting to the six. Now, you never know. It could be like a Rutgers type of play. Remember when they played Rutgers and they slipped on the first play of the game, went down 7 to nothing. And, uh, you know, you can always get a fluke play like that. But this is not a team that's going to move the ball on Michigan. Uh, it'll be a stunner, like I said, if this is a game in the second half.
0: Team coverage Chris Ballas, Anthony Broom, John Borden, Doug Skeen. Clayton Safey at the Wolverine.com. they have landed in Indy, uh, coverage leading up to the game, during the game, after the game, and also on Sunday when we get to the college football playoff, I guess a Georgia loss and a Michigan win, they're number one, and the question is, you know, based on what happened starting today with the conference title games, You want to avoid Alabama in the first round. I'll I'll take Oregon or Washington, one of the Pac-12 schools, in their Final Four opener.
1: Yeah, Oregon be tough. Uh, They're playing good football, and to play them out there in the Rose Bowl would be interesting to me. I think that'd be a a tough matchup for Michigan. Ideally, right? You get a Florida State um, coming out west, or or maybe um, a Texas or something like that, but. Uh, no matter what, when you get to the Final Four, as we saw last year, you can't take anything for granted. They overlooked TCU a little bit, and they got bit. So, um, you know, I hesitate to say that it's all gravy, Bill, at this point, because when you get to the playoff now, you want to take that next step. And uh, But, man, when you beat Ohio State and you go undefeated two years in a row, uh, it kind of feels that way. But they need to, to validate the program as a national power. You really need to win a playoff game this year. So my guess it'll be in the Rose Bowl, probably against either Oregon or Washington, a little bit of traditional in that respect, and uh, can't wait to get out there, man. It's, uh, it's fun. It's fun when you get to cover a team like this of, of just really good kids. What they've been through, Bill, and uh, what they've been put through by some guys with agendas, uh, to me, makes this one of the more special teams in Michigan history.
0: All right, Speaking of the team, before I let you go, Chris, and you guys get sure. uh, about doing your business and, and enjoy an evening before the title game, uh, where is the health of that Michigan football team at right now going into the Big Ten title game?
1: Yeah, obviously, Zach Zinner will be out with the broken leg. But other than that, guys, with bumps and bruises, Will Johnson is questionable. Michigan's cornerback, I think they'll rest him if they can. It wouldn't surprise me to see him dress and uh, then maybe play him if they need him. But uh, against again, against this offense, I think you can get away with not playing him in this game and resting him up for the playoff which is when you're definitely going to need him. Other than that, everybody's good to go. J.J. McCarthy is back close to 100%. You can see it in that Ohio State game. He's moving really well. So they're feeling pretty good about where they are.
0: That's pretty good. Huh? You're into December on a you know, 12-game yeah. season, and Zinner's injury happened in play, and he is recovering well. Uh, and Harbaugh was there you know, right away, went from wherever he was straight to the hospital. That says something about Harbaugh, but... For Michigan to be healthy going into the yeah. Big Ten title game and the Final Four, that's pretty good.
1: It is, and they got lucky. I mean, that's part of it, right? And it helps to have depth too. That offensive line really gelled when Zinner went out. Trentay Jones went in there; he looked fresh. He was moving people at right tackle. Carson Barnhart's more natural position is a guard anyway, and those guys have played a lot of football next to each other, so didn't miss a beat. And uh, but that's what you need if you're going to win a championship and. And uh, credit to them for being able to build that kind of depth.
0: Chris, enjoy the weekend. We'll talk Monday, look back at the Big Ten title game, and talk about if Michigan was victorious over the Hawkeyes, where they're going in the college football playoff.
1: Sounds great. Thanks for having me, Bill.